Welcome to A Shower of Roses. I'm Jenna, your host. On this podcast, we read together the readings for the upcoming Sunday Mass in the Roman Catholic Church, so that when you walk into Mass on Sunday, you feel enlightened and empowered with the knowledge of the Gospel that you need to have a meaningful and personal experience with Christ every week. I'm Catholic, but you certainly don't have to be to listen to this podcast. The Gospel is for anyone, anywhere, at any state of life. We're so glad you're here. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Sock Religious. I don't know if you guys have ever been to this website called Sock Religious, but it is exactly what it sounds like. It is socks with Catholic saints and things on them. I'm on their website right now, and I'm looking at pictures of St. Therese on socks, John Paul II on socks, Our Lady of Guadalupe on socks, Mother Teresa on socks. It is literally socks with saints on them. And like, what a better way to walk about your day than with the saints on your feet. I love it so much, and I I really think you guys will like it too. Use the code ROSES at checkout for 10% off your order. That's R-O-S-E-S at SockReligious.com for 10% off your order. Again, that's SockReligious.com. This episode of the podcast is also brought to you by Audible. Audible is a collection of thousands of audio titles from audiobooks to podcasts to comedy. So many of us want to read more, but we just don't have the time. But Audible makes it easy by providing downloadable programs that you can listen to in the car, on your way to work, even while you're praying. Yes, you can listen to the audio version of the Bible with Audible and so many other Christian books. You guys, did you know that James Earl Jones did an audio recording of the Bible? Yeah, you can get that on Audible. Go to audibletrial.com slash a shower of roses to start your free trial and get a free audiobook today. So you can get that James Earl Jones version of the Bible for free. Yep. That's audibletrial.com slash a shower of roses for your free trial and audiobook. Welcome back to the podcast. So happy to have you with us today. Today we're going to be reading the readings for the third Sunday of Advent in year B of the Roman Catholic Church. The first reading is from the book of Isaiah, chapter 61, verses 1 to 2a and verses 10 to 11. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me. He has sent me to bring glad tidings to the poor, to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and release to the prisoners, to announce a year of favor from the Lord and a day of vindication by our God. I rejoice heartily in the Lord. In my God is the joy of my soul. For he has clothed me with a robe of salvation and wrapped me in a mantle of justice. 
like a bridegroom adorned with a diadem, like a bride bedecked with her jewels. As the earth brings forth its plants and a garden makes its growth spring up, so will the Lord God make justice and praise spring up before all the nations. I find it really beautiful how Isaiah uses, and I love reading Isaiah in Advent, but I love how Isaiah uses such um, beautiful, pleasant imagery when he is preaching in such a really miserable time um, in Israel's um, history. They're under um, Assyrian um, uh, like destruction and, and kind of, uh, uh, oh my goodness, what's the word? Uh, invasion, I guess is the word I'm looking for. Captivity, whatever you want to say. Um, and so there, Israel's really going through a hard time and, uh, yet you would never really know it by the way that is that, uh, Isaiah speaks to them with this just like really beautiful, peaceful, pleasant, imagery and he's he's such a vivid writer and um really has a way of of bringing forth these images in our in our minds as we read this right um so i kind of read this as two separate parts the first part um isaiah is talking about what it means to be a prophet that the spirit of the lord god has come upon him and anointed him with this mission to bring glad tidings to the poor to heal the brokenhearted to reclaim liberty to the captives and how fitting is this for the time that Israel is going through, right? And he says that the Lord tells him to announce a year of favor from the Lord and a day of vindication by our God. And that's probably pretty shocking to hear because, you know, if you were going through what Israel was going through and you hear that um, Isaiah is announcing a year of favor, you'd be like, what? Like, where is the favor? We're going through, you know, this terrible... Um, captivity and uh like dictatorship basically um but isaiah is announcing right what will come that that jesus is going to come to bring freedom and then in the second part isaiah talks about how his his soul is filled with such joy because of this this mission that the lord has given him um and I kind of get an image, what, what came to my mind as I was reading this was the story of the prodigal son and how when the son comes back to the father, he puts him in a robe and, um, and puts a ring on his finger and, and sandals on his feet because he is now part of the family again. And so Isaiah, you know, talks about how um, the Lord has wrapped him in a clothes of salvation like a bridegroom adorned with a diadem, like a bride bedecked with her jewels, um, the the Lord has really given him a special mission that he takes very seriously. Um, I love this imagery, yeah, of a bridegroom adorned with a diadem, like a bride bedecked with her jewels. And like the bride is waiting for the bridegroom, the, the, the bridegroom is waiting for the bride, and so I think it's interesting that Isaiah describes himself as both, but why? Because he's a messenger of Christ, who is the bridegroom, to the church, who is the bride. Um, and I just think that's a really 
really beautiful image. Um, and, and it's beautiful to read how Isaiah takes his mission as prophet and messenger, you know, so seriously as part of really his identity as a child of God. The second reading is from Paul's first letter to the Thessalonians, chapter 5, verses 16 to 24. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing. In all circumstances, give thanks, for this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. Do not quench the spirit. Do not despise prophetic utterances. Test everything. Retain what is good. Refrain from every kind of evil. May the God of peace make you perfectly holy, and may you entirely, spirit, soul, and body, be preserved blameless for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. The one who calls you is faithful, and he will also accomplish it. What an absolutely beautiful uh, reading from, from Paul's letter to the Thessalonians to the, and it, you know, it's the, this is the end of the letter. Um, it ends with, with chapter five and you kind of get that vibe as you're, as you're reading it. Um, so Paul tells them to give thanks in all circumstances, but I love this line. Do not quench the spirit. What does it mean to quench something? It means to, to satisfy a thirst and then the thirst like it goes away. Right. But to don't quench the Holy Spirit. What does he mean? Don't, don't try to suppress the Spirit moving within you. Um, because what's happening, you know, clearly in this letter is that there are Christians who are being blessed with spiritual gifts, as they should, right? If they've been if we've been baptized and confirmed, we do have spiritual gifts. Um, you know, those gifts that are that are sealed in our confirmation. And so he says, if you have a spiritual gift, don't, don't be scared of it. Don't quench it. Um, here's what you do. Test it. Test everything. Like if you feel a spiritual gift, but you're not sure if it's from the Lord or what, you know, like test it. What does it do? Retain what is good. So, and I think that's something we can apply to all of our, all of our relationships, of our situations. If we're not sure of it, you know, put it to the test. And so think of that with your friendships. You know, if you're not sure if a friendship is, is good for you or healthy for you, test it out. Ask the person, how do they, how do you feel about, you know, God? How do you feel about Christianity? Um, you know, do you respect my, my faith, my religion? And, and that'll give you the answer. You know, don't be scared to put those things to the test. Um, and then this last part is very, very Advent, perfect for this this week. Um, may, may the Lord um, preserve you blameless for the second coming of Christ, right? Which is all about these, you know, all these readings for the week. Um, and for all of Advent, a lot of them talk about the second coming. I also love this line, may the God of peace make you perfectly holy and may, your, may you entirely spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless. So that's really important. It's not just important to preserve our soul, but also are we taking care of our bodies like with nutrition and exercise? 
are we feeding our spirit with prayer and meditation and the, and the sacraments? Um, it has to be a whole self, you know, body, mind, and spirit. We're taking care of all three and not just one. The gospel this week is from John chapter 1, verses 6 to 8, and verses 19 to 28. A man named John was sent from God. He came for testimony, to testify to the light, so that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to testify to the light. And this is the testimony of John. When the Jews from Jerusalem sent priests and Levites to him to ask him, Who are you? He admitted and did not deny it, but admitted, I am not the Christ. So they asked him, What are you then? Are you Elijah? And he said, I am not. Are you the prophet? He answered, No. So they said to him, Who are you? So we can give an answer to those who sent us. What do you have to say for yourself? He said, I am the voice of the one crying out in the desert, make straight the way of the Lord, as Isaiah the prophet said. Some Pharisees were also sent. They asked him, Why then do you baptize if you are not the Christ or Elijah or the prophet? John answered them, I baptize with water, but there is one among you whom you do not recognize, the one who is coming after me whose sandal strap I am not worthy to untie. This happened in Bethany across the Jordan, where John was baptizing. I love this reading so much, firstly, because we don't get to hear from John a lot. We hear from him um, during the Easter season, um, but we don't get to hear from him like during ordinary time, and not that we're in ordinary time, but on a normal Sunday, so I'm very happy about that. Um, in this reading, we see a lot of similarities to that of last week's. It's just told last week's gospel is from Mark. This week is from John. Um, and I love all this emphasis on John the Baptist, this Advent. I'm a big fan. Um, and so uh, they, they're they coming to John. They're questioning him and saying, who are you? What's going on? And I think it's interesting that they ask him, are you the prophet um, and prophet is, uh, like with a, a capital P. Uh, so that makes me wonder, uh, who, who are we talking about here? Like the prophet with a capital P, um, scholars kind of, um, assume that they're talking about, uh, Moses or, um, or possibly Isaiah, but but probably Moses. Um, so they're asking, you know, like, are you a reincarnation of Elijah? Are you a reincarnation of Moses or of Isaiah? And, and, and the answer is, you know, no. And this is really fascinating when he says, okay, well, just tell us who you are so we can, you know, tell our bosses an answer. He says, I am, and then he quotes Isaiah and when you read this, you know, the words will be italicized. He says, I am the voice of the one crying out in the desert, make straight the way of the Lord. 
as Isaiah the prophet said. So he identifies himself as the one that Isaiah was prophesying about. And that's obviously a big deal. The Pharisees are not going to like that because it's one thing, um, you know, like we know that Jesus identifies himself as the Messiah. So that's under, you know, kind of understood. Okay, that's probably going to upset some people. But even what, what John is doing here, identifying himself as a fulfillment of a prophecy, that's definitely going to ruffle some some feathers. Okay, so then if you're not a, a prophet with, you know, a capital P, if you're not the Messiah, then how do you have the authority to baptize? Um, and John says, this baptism is just with water. But this is a this is a, uh, a foreshadowing, or I guess you could say like a predecessor of a baptism that's going to happen by the Messiah himself, by the God whose sandal strap I am not worthy to even untie. And that's a big deal because that means he's saying he's not even worthy to be his servant because, you know, that's what a servant, if you had a servant, they would untie your shoes for you. John's saying like, he is such a big deal that I am not even worthy to be his servant. Um, that's a really beautiful line to meditate with. And then that's, I love that it just ends right there. We never hear about, you know, we never hear from Jesus in this reading. It's just John the Baptist preparing us for the coming of Jesus um, in the in the next few weeks, you know. Um, so I think that's really cool that that this Advent, these readings have been building us up to, we've never, you know, this week, this past week, we haven't heard Jesus's words yet. We haven't heard him speak. It's just been the buildup. And how cool is that, that we're going to build up to that, um, to this moment of, you know, Jesus being born again in our hearts. So uh, my challenge for you for for the week is to, probably no surprise, to get to confession yet. If you haven't gone to confession, um, you know, at this point, this Sunday is going to be uh, the halfway mark of Advent. And it's really important to, if you haven't gone to confession yet during Advent, you got time, but definitely schedule it. Decide when you're going. Go to your parish's website and uh you know, check out, are they having a penance service? Your priest is probably offering extra confessions during this time of Advent. So get, you know, figure out when that is and put it in your planner or in your Google calendar or whatever you use and make sure you have a plan to go to confession um, during this Advent season. It's so important that we walk into Christmas, you know, in a state of beautiful grace that we can fully receive Christ uh, to be born into our hearts. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. Please be sure to subscribe to the show so that you never miss an episode. And it would be awesome if you could give us a good rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to the show. Those ratings help us get this message of the gospel out to as many people as possible. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at A Shower of Roses and like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash A Shower of Roses podcast. You can also check out a shower of roses podcast.com for more information about the show or to send us an email or feedback. We'll see you back here next Wednesday. God bless you and have a great week. Lord, let us see your kindness and grant us your salvation.
your salvation.